to watch or not to watch? That is the question. Welcome to Cinema Dilemma. Hello and welcome to Cinema Dilemma. To watch or not to watch, that is the question. I'm Hari. Shubham. Hi, this is Kunali. And today we are discussing Parasite. Now, clearly, unless you've been living under a rock for, I don't know, the past few months, and if you have, then, well, welcome to the world of Corona. But if you haven't, <laughs> you've probably heard of Parasite. It won yeah. the Oscar. Best picture. Nobody was expecting that. Not yeah, even Donald was... Trump, apparently. Yeah, right. Fun story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the first uh, foreign language film to win an Oscar. So, yeah. quite a big deal. Congratulations to Bon Joon-ho. I can never remember his name. For some Bong. reason, I just can't remember his name. Bong Joon-ho. His name is Bong Joon-ho. <laughs> you know, it's really simple. The South Korean guys have yeah. you know, usually middle name as well. Like, they have three-part names. So, <laughs> you can at least remember that. Like, this guy has three parts. Yeah. So, I'm not making any sense. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so, how do we begin describing this movie? Uh, Tell us about what you liked about the film. Yeah, why don't you go first? What? Okay, I love the movie. I love the fact, the way they have directed the entire thing, the the contrast between the upper class and the middle class uh, and the poor. So I think, do we need to give a brief about the movie first? Go on, why don't you? I mean, we might as well. Yeah. Okay, so the movie describes how one very poor family of four comes to work for a very rich family of four by uh, deception. So they form stories and they link uh, people with the other person and the entire family comes to live with it. That is why the movie... Ta- yeah, yes. That is why the title of the movie is Parasite because they're living off a rich family. Yeah. A parasitical um, life. Exactly. Uh, that is a premise. Now, what I liked about the movie is I love the fact the way Bon Joon-ho has actually made the distinction between the upper class and the middle class. The way they describe the struggle and... The way it is easier for a middle, a lower class person to aspire to be uh, or to emulate a rich person, but it is not possible the other way around. And they have explicitly said that in the movie. And it's beautifully done. They, the whole, uh, the concept is beautifully done. It's very dark. It's it's comedy and it's dark, but mm-hmm. the ending changes everything. I will not give any spoilers, mm-hmm. but it's brilliant. Uh, this is for all the Tarantino fans out there. You gotta watch it. Why just Tarantino fans? <laughs> <laughs> because it was a Tarantino yeah. kind of a movie. Yeah. It, it was. And I totally agree with uh, Bong Joon-ho when he said during the Oscars that if you can uh, overcome the ba- one-inch barrier of subtitles, then there's a world of good cinema. And Parasite mm. is one of that. Yeah, you're right. Totally. I think there, there's this musical quality to its narrative structure. You don't uh, really need subtitles also. You just have to, you know, you can't even, you can even enjoy this movie without audio also. Uh, uh, Martin Scorsese has this, you know, exercise for young filmmakers. Okay. He says that don't watch films with audio. Just, you know, mute the film and watch it entirely. And then watch it again with the video. And see where the differences are in your perception. So, for me, I've seen the film, in, you know, in both ways. Without audio and with audio. And I think I got the most of it without the audio when I watched it first time. So I think that's a that's the brilliant achievement of Bong Joon-ho's cinema because cinema being a visual medium should not need uh, you know audio to compensate for the visuals and I think he has excelled at that. 
Uh, I, I, feel... I I disagree because the dialogue in the movie was amazing. That is another reason why I like it. Simil- I mean, I I will see it similar to Tarantino. The the dialogues between his friend Dehai's De friend and uh, Dehai when he's asked, giving him the opportunity to tutor, mm-hmm. it said a lot. I, I wasn't his name Kim Woo. Dahye was, was the girl. Was it okay? Yeah. Uh, my bad. Yeah. My bad. I'm really bad at names. <laughs> okay. So hurry. What do you, what did you enjoy the most about it? Okay, so um, how I felt about that movie is that uh, actually I disagree with the fact that you you think that it's like a you know similar to Tarantino. It's if anything, it is the exact opposite in every way to mm-hmm. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, what we agreed when we discussing Once Upon a Time that that was not a typical Tarantino movie. So uh, fair enough, but so uh, this movie, right? It was. economical with every single scene there yeah, is not exactly. one thing yeah. there's exactly. not a single thing that is extraneous i mean i could yeah. not think of a single scene that you can take out and like you know nothing yeah nothing was exag- exaggerated except the characters it, even the characters i didn't feel were like uh, too out of the blue i mean they were very like human people, and like you know living in the basement like that was something very extreme idea like people living for years in your basement so i think in a way in that way in that way yes i mean like that is the dramatic aspect of the film but yep. there's not a single scene that you can take out of this movie exactly everything everything has something to do uh, whereas right. by contrast and let me say this once upon a time in hollywood was all extraneous i mean <laughs> yeah i yeah. mean like you could just cut that into a 45 minute movie and tell the whole story yeah. i mean you really yeah, could yeah. do that but yeah, yeah, yeah agree but this is a this... substance over style taken to its ridiculously logical conclusion mm-hmm. i cannot imagine why else like you know i mean just what was going through his head when he was making this movie like i will mm-hmm. tell this extremely detailed story and i will use every single frame that i can to do it and wow mm-hmm. that comes out right. well did this movie deserve a best picture it's probably one of the best best pictures i've seen in recent mm-hmm. memory and the la- but to be mm-hmm. honest the last one i saw was shape of water which was mm-hmm. um, a fairly average best picture. <laughs> I liked okay. it but yeah, I didn't agree. feel it was great. Uh I disagree. I think the best 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 picture ever was uh Spotlight. I oh. I am in love with that. Movie. Come oh, on, sorry, yeah, sorry, you guys are forgetting Gunda. Come on. How can you say that those movies are this Gunda is the best film here. Of all time. <laughs> oh my god, you should watch it. I really want to watch Gunda. I I have seen so many YouTube videos <laughs> on it that I'm dying to watch it, but I need company. Okay, so uh, what I yeah, liked about back. the film, uh, I think it's but you know, I think culturally it showed me the glimpse of you know the South Korean society. And what I liked about the yeah, film was there were so yeah. many parallels between our society, Indian society, and South Korean society. Like in the very yeah. first scene, when they say that for the government jobs, they line mm-hmm. up in you know thousands. So yeah, for a clerk, for the job of a security yeah, guard, you have yeah. like a four thousand university graduates applying. Yeah, That's so it was, India. It was so India. I was so astonished. Like the South Korea is such a you know a progressed country and such a what's the term world first world country. Sorry, and even there they are facing these problems. And you know this amazing reference. You know, there's this line in the film like a ghost in the house brings wealth. 
Do you remember a ghost in the house? Yeah. Ring, right? yeah. Yep. Yep. So this is also such an Indian concept of yaksha. A yaksha is not a, a demon or a ghost, but a yaksha can bring you wealth if he's in your house. So it's such an Indian concept. I mean, these parallels. You know, for me, a, a good filmmaker is the one who's you know attached to his uh, culture, his roots, like Satyajit Ray, like Akira Kurosawa, like uh, John Luke Godard. So these are the filmmakers who are telling their own story. Right? This was for me a very, very original work by South Korean filmmaker Bong Joon Ho. Uh, can you guys explain the whole uh, differentiation of smell? Because I think that the rich were a little obsessed with the way people smell, and I did not get that. I found that it was, I mean, because probably we are culturally just separate from them, uh, or what? But that was I found a bit. Uh, I don't think Extremist. it was culturally the culturally uh, motivated because Bong Joon Ho is basically I think he's a socialist by his uh, political you know viewpoint. He doesn't like mm-hmm. the class structure hierarchy as we have seen in his earlier films like Omja. Mm-hmm. So you know there is always a statement against uh, uh, what's the word uh, the classism of yeah this whole setup of you know Western concept of society. So I think it was that. Like in, like even in smell, there is a you know like clear sort of difference between people. But that is a very important point because the climax was triggered by the smell, if you remember. A certain reaction to Without, that smell. Yes, yes. And uh, yeah, see, uh, the the fact is, I think the point he was trying to make there is that, you know, um, people those people who are so rich they've been living in so much luxury so much privilege all their lives that mm-hmm. they never had to like you know that even when everything is going to hell around them mm-hmm. they're still like oh my god i can't stand the smell and that i think brings out the the climactic moment which was something i loved really because that was mm-hmm. one of the best parts of the movie i was like damn okay that is surprising i did not expect that and wow powerful yeah 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 that was that was surprising, but somehow still acceptable. It was like it made sense. It made sense, but it was like I did not, I cannot believe he did that, but, but it makes total sense. But how yeah, how did it exactly, make sense? Exactly, like, yeah. now tell me, he you know he practically let the actual killer of his daughter. He just he let him go. How how did it make sense? Because. I for one, oh, I he didn't. Like, he was he was uh, the uh, the killer was the okay, madman. Yeah, madman just runs away. Okay, yeah, we're wandering deep into spoiler territory here. So, uh, yeah. yeah, so the mad dude was murdered, like, was killed by his wife who stuck a skewer through his Yeah, stomach. no, but but not at the same, not at that moment, right? He lets go him at that moment. And, oh, no, and he was already dead. And, like, he had fallen on top of the keys. This guy had to roll him off to get the key. And at that point is when he, like, you know, oh, my God, this guy stinks. And he goes like that. And that was like the, the straw that broke the camel's back. Exactly. Yeah, no, but I'm, then... I'm trying to make this point that how he did not know that his wife has you know killed that madman, right? He was not yeah. aware of that. But somehow wasn't his dead focus yet. shifted from uh, you know from the killer to the guy who's uh, who he does not like very much. So I thought that was a bit of exaggeration. Or it was like you know there's so much stress at that point that he just he snapped at that moment it's like there's no rational explanation to why people would do something there was like, yeah, there was so much going on in his life you know his yeah. house had been stormed in he had lost all his possessions uh, he was smelling and people were offended by him which was a constant thing which was like 
it was disgust and he knew it so he finally cracked he just cracked like dude i mean it was like it is a crisis and you are going through some shit and still you're bothered and by this this is your problem this is your problem yeah. i give you a problem right <laughs> <laughs> a real problem to think about yeah. too bad i didn't get to think about it too much <laughs> all of 2 seconds probably <laughs> yeah but i can someone explain the uh, the poster of the movie i did not get why their um, eyes were black out yeah yeah i did get it only the only connection i could get is when they are at the shelter and then he puts his uh, arm on his eyes and says that uh, no more plants hmm interesting i did not think about that's it that's a good question yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so clearly i have nothing to <laughs> say yeah i just <laughs> but okay uh, but i'm going to like you know try anyway because man's planning yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's all right i think that's all right yeah. we have that right here Yeah, two to one. Yes, yes, please. <laughs> I'm just kidding, though. I'm just uh, just throwing this out there. So it's probably because you know, uh, so their eyes are blacked out, so you can't identify who they are, and maybe. Uh, so also, it would be like uh, we have to describe these people as parasites because it's not like they're just taking money from them for free. It's like they're working and they're working pretty hard. Mm-hmm. They all have very solid, like they they do very solid jobs. You know, that's so, the thing. Like. Uh... the whole climax i think it would have been more you know uh, like powerful for me had they been you know going through some shit like suffering but they were not suffering they were actually enjoying they were duping people they were just going around there having lavish champagne all for them to have a job i don't think it was duping it was it, they just lied about they yeah, being really lied to each other but they were doing a good job but they yeah, were doing so a good they, job they were doing a good job i guess they were happy with what uh, how they were going so how can you be so frustrated that you leave the killer of your daughter and go after a person because at that time you're not uh, you're, you're not thinking clearly but, at uh, that point uh, you know yeah everything has gone to hell yeah, and like right, he but, has yeah yeah but then that motivation that i have suffered a lot goes away that was that was the point i did not like about the film they practically enjoyed everything to the 90% of the mm-hmm. runtime except the first scene when they are shown in you know the their in house the yeah, in their basement yeah. except that they enjoyed the hell out of their lives right they they yeah. are clearly the most smart guys street smart so they are you know making them food i wouldn't say they enjoyed like throughout because okay they had like that one day where mm-hmm. uh, the family goes out and they were like living the life mm-hmm. for like about a few hours and then But, this uh, yeah, stuff exactly. happens yeah exactly so they had so gone through a shit entire life. life and probably for a couple of months their life was their, their lives were okay but then it again goes all to shit and they were insulted the entire time when did it go to shit there. tell me when, when did it go to shit for them when they it went to sh- On the on the on the one day that they decided to like you know hang out in the house yeah, yeah. when the owners were in there. That's my point. They were chilling, right? They were chilling, and yeah. they were all happy that all four of us are employed. And and, yeah. and everything happens basically within twenty four hours of that. Yeah. So on that one day, uh, so um, this guy is worried that he might have killed mm-hmm. someone, mm-hmm. and then uh, that other dude actually breaks free, and he yeah, has he reacts havoc. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. That's also the point of recognizing that things can be that bad. Yeah. One second, I think I've put something on stove and forgotten about it. <laughs> right, right. Well, fun times. Fun times. <laughs> also, that scene, you know, Connelly's back. Uh, no stove emergency then. 
I like uh, yeah yeah. So uh, and the scene I liked the most was when the you know that little dude goes out in the rain and camps and they have you know they do their thing on the couch and they are under the table. I think that was the best scene in the film. Yeah, he actually. I'll tell you this the whole movie was so tense okay like from beginning to end you were wondering yeah, when yeah. this is going to snap so many details okay that yes, yeah. I had to take a like you know I had to like I had to stop watching at, after like an hour and I was like okay I'm, I'm just going to go take a walk uh, I can't actually down. take a walk so I yeah, yeah I just went out <laughs> read something <laughs> came back and watched it like half an hour later <laughs> because I just couldn't yeah, stomach the tension so- I don't know how anybody would have sat through this in the theater without you know scratching their eyes out that scene is so tense. so unnerving man is... when he's like he's uh, uh he's, he's on the floor and he's trying to you know go the other way and he wakes up but he doesn't look at his way and oh, that was re- that's that's again a typical tarantino so the bomb under the table situation but it's bomb under the table is like a typical hitchcock i guess it's not that typical to tarantino it is like um, i don't yeah, know it's a I signature so. tarantino is like way over the top Yeah, very dramatic. Another thing, another yeah. very interesting thing. So the movie, uh, Memories of a Murder, directed by Bong Joon-ho, is Tarantino's top ten movie. Yeah, he brought him to the you know USA after yeah. that. Yeah. Oh okay, I should probably take a look at that. Yeah, his earlier films are. Uh, some people say that his earlier films are even better than the current yeah. ones that he's making. So a uh, full okay, disclosure: so- this was like my first ever Korean movie. Oh, I've never yeah. actually seen a Korean movie though I've heard a lot about them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've never actually seen a Korean movie until this one. So and, and actually I think I made like a decent choice. I mean like it was a really good choice in yeah. my opinion. Good place to start is here. So one thing I did not like about the movie was the last 5 minutes of the emotional ending. I found mm-hmm. that it was uh, it was uh, you know Karan Johar territory. Again, again, was, again those parallels with Indian cinema and Indian culture. I felt the same way. I felt yes, the same yes. way. Exactly, and it's not. A, I mean, they took that that bit. I think they could have done without. It was going really well, and they could have ended it. It would would have been. Uh, yeah, they could have ending. said that he let's uh, hope that someday he's gonna buy that house and he's gonna come out. But no, they actually not said, really. actually, you know, showed him. I want to aspire yeah. to be. I will not actually study. Actually, comes out and, and yeah, me. you're right. That was. cheesy yeah it is cheesy in a bollywood way yeah. it wasn't cheesy as i mean i i don't know i felt that the the ending was was what it needed it wasn't it i felt it was perfect i felt it was what was needed after everything that happened mm-hmm. just before mm-hmm. after the climax this is the ending that i that made me happy i'd be like okay so so if you look at it it's a, it's a really circular sort of ending so this dude kills the last guy to live in the basement and now he lives in the basement yeah ironically i guess quite ironical right they could have done that i mean that was uh, okay when they were trying to figure out where the guy went and that was good but the whole uh, boy trying to uh, you know research you know you know fulfill the dreams of his, his father it's a from the bed i don't know i feel yeah i, I think it, the metaphor is like you know to break the circle again it could have been done in a non cheesy way the problem i don't have pro- problem with the ending i have a problem with the kind of cheese they put it I don't know I mean like as far as uh, like I said like you know I'm more used to like Bollywood levels of cheesiness so given that there was no mm-hmm. real cheesiness prior to that point I yeah, this, that this was an acceptable 
this is an acceptable level of cheese I and mean, it wasn't even over yeah. the top cheese there were no tears shed and like mummy this or that and you remember that and you know this uh, this uh, this terminology in not terminology this phrase is in uh, there in you know film lingo it says that you should start as late as possible as and finish as soon as possible like when you're telling a story start from the point where you don't need to tell the previous story and finish it when you don't need to explain further ah, so okay. i think that way i agree with you that i think it goes for 5 or at least 10 minutes overboard i guess i don't know i, I like the ending the ending was good happy ending <laughs> <laughs> it was not a happy ending it's like a, it's a, it's it's a hopeful ending it's a yeah, yeah possibility it points, but the girl yeah, points towards yeah, good on. things to come the girl the, died which was horrible yeah, yeah horrible and oh and a really touching moment uh, i don't know if you noticed but it was like when all the guests were running away Mm-hmm. the rich family's daughter dahie mm-hmm. is carrying kimbu he is carrying uh, the the you know uh, the the boy kevin kevin mm-hmm. kevin yeah. carrying kevin yeah let's call him kevin she was in love with him right not love like she was she was yeah but then like you know so that's way, also right? that that also goes to show that you know he's trying to say that not everybody is the same yeah i think innocence is there yeah, yeah so that, yeah. in the other thing like Uh, so i think what also upset him so much was that um, somebody just got stabbed in front of his eyes mm-hmm. and all he wanted was the keys all mm-hmm. he wanted to look out was uh, look out for was for himself whereas no, like you no, know no, what no. anybody I, I else just, would have done is like I call an ambulance said, or like try to said, help no, right he said no no i think he wanted him to call an ambulance for his daughter he was not saying hmm. that he take this key and you know because i no no he was like give me the keys give me the keys that's yeah, what give he was give me the keys saying. i'll go and the deal is Yeah, there were two people who were who needed medical attention. So equally, yeah, or they were trying to flee because yeah, but but his daughter, I guess, was in hands, right? In his hands. I think like okay, so was an indictment on the selfishness of uh, you know uh, these people who are so privileged and mm-hmm. like yeah, I think that's when he lost it. He's like okay, you know, screw all this. And I think the reason why it was very ironic of uh, the the fact that Jessica died because. she was the smartest of a bunch it's been mentioned in the movie a couple of times mm. she blended in with the rich people the she easiest. belongs yeah, yeah she belonged there come on these guys were professional criminals in my view these four characters this entire family was professional criminals oh. right oh they were absolutely not they were they've done nothing yeah. Part, yeah the people family come on yeah but it's not professional like It was the first oh, come time. Come on, the way she goes about, you know, uh, acting like a teacher. The way he goes about acting like uh, this or that. And, and they I knew the stuff. And they what? They knew the. I mean, the, the guy stuff. knew the stuff. Cup Kevin the, knew his stuff. Yeah, yeah Kevin but, but was a guy who had a. Yeah. But again, it's lying. It's cheating. And if you cheat, you're a it's criminal. It's cheating, but it's not criminal. It's not criminal. Okay. In okay. The sense but that, then okay. tell me, uh, how do you define how do you define their actions against their own kind, like the woman who was working there before? Didn't they uh, sort of kick yeah. her out? Wasn't that wrong? But they did. Yeah, I that agree. I agree with you. That was selfish. That it was, it was ethically, it was wrong. Yeah. They also being selfish. Like the two of them, the point. two of them had jobs which weren't taken previously. Yeah. So, yeah. like you know, so they, this guy had a tutor's job, and jobs. yeah, and he yeah. he managed to get his sister a job. Yeah, that's legit. Yeah. But neither of them actually had taken away anybody else's jobs. But that but then were, yes, and that then they, they got greedy. Yeah. Yeah. Then they, they got, got greedy. greedy. So obviously, then they, they got also greedy. Committed is... the same thing. That's my point. They also committed the same kind of thing that the upper class people were doing. 
probably the boy yeah yeah everybody else uh, was a little shady one way or the other yeah. but then again also yeah. remember that the boy planned to like murder that other dude <laughs> <laughs> when there was a rock no he we wanted to give him the rock for prosperity no no he wanted to kill him he's like i'll take care of it <laughs> yep yeah, that's what i thought that he wanted to give him for prosperity wow aren't you a really trusting person <laughs> <laughs> Yeah no okay. he wanted to hit him over the head with that rock. That boy was really cool man. He was. I mean like he you could say that you know his actions came from a from a good place. Yeah yeah. From the innocence of a you know kid. Yeah I mean like yeah. this has gone so far and this is the only thing I have left to do. Yeah you're right. Mm. Was his reasoning whereas mm-hmm. um yeah everything else that came after everything that came before was a little shady here or there. Yeah. especially the fact that if you know if the fun fact was if they had actually worked together with that other woman mm-hmm. if yeah, if she well. had like you know and she should know because she is sitting on top of another deception yeah she's also taking you know advantage of their employer. exactly yeah. yeah if they if she had actually just cooperated none of this would have happened right absolutely so everybody some they, they are just so, taking advantage of each other selfishness leads to Yeah, it's selfishness leads to bad things. No, you can't. That's you can't kind of the by calling it insecurity because you can always end I'm the chain. Adjusted. I guess that's the point he was trying to make. You can always end the chain. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag #break the chain. Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> uh so something that strikes me the imagery of the movie, right? Uh so in the rich family's house everything is straight lines. Yes. Yes. So much, Everything you know, is like yeah. straight lines to a ridiculous degree. I mean, it was just yeah, yeah, yeah. wow. And Immaculate. you know, I was wondering, yeah. it was yeah. I was wondering if you know that had to signify anything. Did you guys feel anything weird about that at all? Not weird, but I think that it comes from the South Korean culture. I, I read something about it before, um, and they are very minimalist. And the way you know this modern architecture was about all this uh, straight lines and very cold architecture. That is, you know, the the. Also, I guess it's a psychological tool. I think it's a way of you know manipulating your subconscious mind. Like you are in a safe space, you are in a you know uh, a symmetrical shape where you can, which you can trust. Human mind trusts symmetry, right? We prefer that symmetry. So I think yeah. that's to make a point that this is a rich place. In fact, saw one video essay which said that uh, Bonjumo was trying to subconsciously make vertical or uh, the division lines between rich and the poor. Yeah, yeah. So that is. those the lines that are talking about actually helped yeah to achieve that and the whole line thing also kind of uh, works if you look at the uh, poor family's apartment it's basically a half basement with like yeah. half the windows above the ground <laughs> yeah. and so there's great. a very stark line there as well yeah yeah and like, the fact that they left one of the line. windows open yeah, yeah. is kind of what triggers the entire story you know yeah. like the yeah. second half of the story the climax it's, yeah. it's like a very high point. it's like a very high hurdle that you can't cross when there is good point yeah wow yeah i, I should have yeah. thought of that <laughs> it's symbolic i think the bonjumo has a lot of symbols in the entire movie small yeah, small it was because, because, because when you see a drunkard comes and he pisses you know right yeah. in front of the door right so in front of the door yeah so if you take this you know hurdle wala 
symbol uh, you know forward then you can see in hurdle races there is water after each hurdle so it's like this kind of uh, life you are living you can't cross it what do you make of all the you know uh, the floods that uh, come at the end of the film it was quite i don't know it was quite unique i think uh, it was a symbol of being at the bottom of the barrel but I because think he the made entire point for, no? he made that point quite uh, from the first frame i guess no Now, I think it's a symbol of their consp- complacency. So, if they had still been living in that house, right. if they'd still been as poor as oh, before, right. they would right. never have actually left that window open. Yeah. Wow. They, they didn't break yeah. the chain, and they paid for Interesting. it. Interesting. But now they were comfortable yeah. because they, they were it. like, you know, You're right. yeah. Right. And then That's that true. came back to bite them. Yeah. And hard. <laughs> oh man. That, that was, was a very powerful scene, by the way. I mean, where? Yeah. Uh, oh god, yeah. yeah. Reminded me of my name is Khan. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it completely makes sense here. Because they didn't break the chain, it became like them. So it was like, yeah. But yeah, that was. I mean, uh, that scene where, like, you know, she's trying to do something to get the the toilet to settle. Yeah. Okay. And she gives yeah. up at the end, and she just sits on top of that. Yeah, and, and she's still looking for the like, mobile. She has a smoke. Yeah, because she knows that there's nothing she can do about it, and it, it's it's a. Was he still looking for uh, like nothing still, else I've seen? I mean, <laughs> was he still looking for mobile reception? I guess no. Uh, she I wasn't. Remember. I don't think she was at that uh, point of time. She was just smoking. I don't remember. Yeah. Oh yeah. Speaking <laughs> of which, uh, the mobile reception scene at the beginning also yeah, so powerful. Yeah. Like we may be poor, but we need. Living in such a world. They had they had aspirations from the beginning. Yeah. I think they, they wanted a certain ready. lifestyle from the beginning. They were that was the See, motive. That's why I say. For... That's why I call them criminals because each of them had, you know, training sort of way. It, it's it felt as if they were training for this or they were living this life before, but it was just not coordinated before. Like they were I doing this separately. I wouldn't say because that. Because it came very easy to them. No, nah, I mean it's not just that. It's like uh, so I actually uh, this is something I read in a book uh, by uh, that uh, by. the economist who won the nobel prize abhijit banerjee yeah that book i keep telling you about <laughs> start reading it <laughs> it's called good economics for bad times so in that he talks about a tunisian family okay they live in a small village in or was it morocco uh, i can't toulouse. quite remember toulouse is a place in france yeah toulouse no, no tunis uh, tunisia is in okay. africa right tunisia. africa north africa so yes. north africa so uh, either was in tunisia or was in morocco i can't remember which uh so uh, that family uh, there's only uh, only the you know uh, the head of that family the the man makes any money and like uh, it's not often enough money to feed themselves but they do have a tv yeah and this okay. guy asks him okay uh, hang on uh, you can't like okay you're not eating every day likely mm-hmm. but you have a tv <laughs> but you have like a really you have a really nice flat screen mm-hmm. tv and cable reception and like <laughs> yeah. yeah and and satellite reception why and he's like see food is a thing that you know if i don't have it my neighbors will have it and like you know everybody here takes care of each other yeah but with but if we don't have this what our lives are so boring yeah you're right this is, we need this more than we need the food because exactly. you know yeah because we can depend on each other for the food but we can't depend on you know for the sheer boredom of life i mean why do i want to keep living if all i can do is like you know earn the food to feed myself I need something more in life, which is why I think that same point applies to the Wi-Fi. I mean, these people already have a miserable existence. This is the only yeah. thing that gets them out of that shit. I think it shell. is a commentary on you know the second decade of whatever this twenty-first century, 
like people don't have enough food but they want wifi <laughs> so i think yeah because i think they have accepted the fact that uh, they are poor and they will not have certain things and that but social these mobility, things are so common yeah. yeah social mobility is not even a, it's it's probably not going to ever happen for them they they know it because yeah. they have so many neighbors who are in that same situation so mm-hmm. i mean as long as you're there you might as well like you know live a good life yeah yeah what's the point of like yeah if you're going to be miserable try to be less miserable like exactly. you know make yeah, the best of your sense. situation that's yeah, makes- yeah so and when they were actually given an escape they got greedy and they tried to take all of it yeah exactly. and that's where that's where the whole thing goes they paid wrong. heavily so, they paid heavily for that in terms of human life in terms of whatever they had yeah it's so yeah, sense it's, now yeah it's a very it's a very philosophical yeah, a, movie on so many levels it's also, something i really liked about it also you know it's a, a why again coming back to the tarantino point i think why it's unlike tarantino film because everything makes it's sense it's not a social comment no no everything makes sense in a bong joon ho film but not everything makes sense in a tarantino film he indulges he likes his characters oh, <laughs> he, he likes his characters you know going overboard somebody is getting a blow job in the snow like you know uh, his last film hateful eight yeah hateful eight instead of saving the guy he gets a blow job from where does this happen except a tarantino film right but a, in a in a bond jungo film everything will really make sense that that's right i think i've just biased towards tarantino i absolutely love him oh, so i, I love him everything makes sense we all absolutely everything love makes it. sense to me. everything <laughs> <laughs> what david lynch yeah. says in a film right so i yeah. rate higher uh, the guys like tarantino but i guess, i guess you're wrong here because it's quite unlike tarantino hmm. okay probably but i don't uh, know i felt this movie was extremely artistic it was yeah, it was it was it was a piece of art yeah and yeah, okay. the best scene for me was the uh, the don't bo- a montage but the flowing of the entire uh, household scenario from one person of the came family to the other the way they had blended into the entire scenario and they, they, the way they interacted with each other i loved that scene the camera work in that scene yeah, was amazing yeah. intense obviously it's amazing you know uh, they say that you know uh, the movie is basically what the director sees in his head everything yeah, else is like pretty much secondary and if and you know assuming that is true then yeah, yeah. i just wonder what bong joon ho sees when he like opens his eyes <laughs> absolutely absolutely the man Sat- is a genius I mean. yeah satyajit ray says that with... director is the only person who knows what the film is all about you know exactly so it fits striking well here and if you have okay. to wonder what you know this guy is seeing then i also wonder what tarantino is seeing yeah <laughs> amazing <laughs> so guys i think we are in the last 5 minutes of our podcast now Okay yeah uh, let's wrap it up with um, last comments yeah closing any, closing any comments uh, if you want to give so, anything yeah, to, Kamali, to watch uh, or not to watch to watch or not to watch or must watch definitely skip okay, the last 5 minutes but definitely watch oh no no watch the last 5 minutes <laughs> shubham uh, go on then <laughs> yeah i think uh, everybody should watch this and other works by bong joon ho and i think we should also listen to his oscar speech it was wonderful i guess yeah he thanked all you know the filmmakers 
so yeah i think it's a good film all the more power to bong joon ho so watch or not watch <laughs> yeah you should definitely watch it <laughs> i said it yeah okay yeah and uh, to me you know this is like quite simply the most economical movie i've seen it is perfect in the sense that you know it's like basically it's a frozen snowflake it's 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 that perfect <laughs> you know i can't i have no words just yeah definitely watch it experience it for yourself see how it makes you feel because this is one of the most powerful movies i've seen definite watch all right and do recommend any korean movies i'm watching i'm watching that korean drama uh, zombie drama yeah, on netflix i don't know what really? it's called here yeah. I forget the name. Yeah, it's watching like, it. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. South Korean. <laughs> the fact that I don't remember the name. It's set in Middle Ages. <laughs> the revival. I don't know what's it. Quite generic. Oh, I think we should have a section like recommendations. Uh, so, uh, what do you recommend, Kunali? Uh, when do you start with a recommendation? Give us something that you think we should see. It'll enrich the lives of our listeners. I just finished watching Sharp Objects on Hotstar. Really good series. Long, yes. I recently watched uh, this Sham Benegal film called Trikal. Trikal. Yeah. It's, Where? Uh, it's, uh, it's on YouTube. Okay. Yeah. So it's like basically Nasruddin Shah visiting his uh, hometown in Goa. It's his village in Goa. Mm-hmm. And he's narrating the story of Donna Maria, the woman who owned the mansion. So okay. it's like old Goa, wonderful cinematography. Even Lucky Ali plays a part in the film. He's quite young. Uh-huh. Yeah. So nice. it's a wonderful film. It's like the cinema cinematography reminds you of The Godfather. It doesn't look like an Indian film because all the characters are Christian, Portuguese in a way. So wonderful film. Don't go by the name Trikal. It's entirely <laughs> Portuguese Christian. You know, and, and uh, that uh, kind of sensibility is there. So I think you should watch Trikal. Okay, uh, since you guys gave such a profound recommendations, <laughs> here's one for like uh, the extremely trashy end of the spectrum. No, please, <laughs> I Netflix like trash. Show- <laughs> this Netflix show The Circle. I don't know why. Yeah, it's a reality show where uh eight people are are you know they're they basically confined to a room in a building and they're on a social network where the only other people are these eight other, are the other contestants. They can't really right. see each other or yes. you know hear each other or anything like that. All they can oh, do is send really? messages. Yeah. And I like it already. Yeah, you know the <laughs> So <laughs> the idea is not like, trashy at all. <laughs> oh, it yeah, it doesn't like I mean like It's really really weird but in times of quarantine like this is a, yeah, yeah you know they spend all their like the entire day just sitting there so far I'm on to three episodes and like yeah I'm I'm kind of liking it I'd rarely say that about reality nice. show but yeah this is actually pretty good okay wonderful so this is the end of our podcast yep thank you guys for listening <laughs> and uh, yeah uh, where we are watching this uh, please leave us a review or leave us a comment if yeah. enough of you do that we'll probably read them out if they're not too embarrassing <laughs> <laughs> all right okay guys right, good night and good stay night. safe this podcast is brought to you by cinema dilemma visit cinemadilemma.com for reviews of your favorite movies and tv shows the music in this podcast is from purpleplanet.com to stay right up to date don't forget to subscribe to cinema dilemma on your favorite podcast platform